The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Can your savings weather an economic storm? There are very few physical assets you can invest in that are proven to stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. And Birch Gold lets you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. That doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. So, Chris, this story you're sharing with us, it's not just you and your son. You have other guys who are there. They see this thing that these lights follow you, and you're all pretty scared by the whole thing, right? Yeah, we were terrified. Well, let's say this, and I've, I've told this before. When they brought me back, uh, I had lost all fear. And and I really didn't understand why they were so afraid. And it was just something, whatever they did to me, I was gone almost four hours. And I was happy when I ran up to the fire to tell them what I saw. But, you know, it, it, was, the, it was the strangest thing because they were terrified completely so bad. They were... Uh, they were shouting and screaming, wanting to go home. They were about to fight over who. There were three other men along with my son. and um, But I had to say that to make note of it, that I lost fear at that when they brought me back. I wasn't afraid, but they were terribly afraid. And it went on um, all the way to taking them home. Um, they actually fought over who was going to get home first to see their family the last time. And I actually had to drive four miles out of the way to take the, the biggest guy home first. But, and we experienced them all along the way. Um, there was a dead man's curve. And I write about this in the book without giving it away, but I had a, a very bad uh, loss in that curve. And for some reason, George, when we were heading in a hurry to take everybody home. There was a big object hovering right over top of where this accident happened. And that was the first time that I gained peace from 
that for nearly 25 or 30 years. Well, I'll just say it now. It's the spot where your first wife was killed in an auto accident, yeah. right? It's a terrible spot for you and ter- terrible memory. Yeah, it was for, I was 19 years old when it happened, or 20. And to see, you know, somebody to get mangled up that bad, I found her myself by accident. And But anyhow, after that night, that was the... Uh, that was the first time I felt at peace about it for some odd reason. But. Uh, on this night, though, you drop these other guys off, and you and your son go home, and that's not the end of it that night, right? No, that's this is where it got crazy. We were, um, Christopher went through the house, turning every light on inside, including in each bedroom. He ran through, he'd lock the windows, pull the blinds down, turn the lights on, and then lock the door, even in the bathroom where there were no windows. He turned the light on, locked the door, and all the outside lights were on. And I'm in my little study trying to find it on the news. I just knew it was all over the news. It had to have been this invasion because there was so many. And by the time he gets done, he comes running back in there, and he's, he's, he's still looking and shocked at me. He was terrified. And about that time, my dad lived next door. He lived next door to him, actually, where I was raised. And he had hunting dogs, always had a big kennel full of dogs, anywhere from 30 to 100, because he traded them. Usually about 30 was his normal amount. But suddenly we hear this kind of weird sound come over. I immediately thought it was a helicopter from Fort Bragg because it was heading toward the river. It was only a couple miles away. And, um, but it, it, it sounded like it just, uh, a washing machine maybe that was spinning when you, when it starts winding down, that's kind of what it sounded like. But immediately every dog in that kennel back behind our, our house shared a six acre piece of land. And it was a little woods back in there just where the kennel was. And all these dogs, hound dogs. And they got a big mouth. They can you can hear them a mile away, and they were all barking at this really strange, scary tone, like they didn't know what was back there, and they were afraid of it. So I said, Christopher. First thing I thought, I had no clue this thing followed us home. I just thought because Dad's garage, which is as he called the boathouse, is where he kept all his fishing gear and his tools, and I had my stuff in there. I was thinking somebody was breaking in the shop and the dogs could see them because the garage is real close to the dog pen. And it took me five minutes to convince Junior that I had to go out to see what was out there. I said, look, we don't need a flashlight. We got a, a Chesapeake Bay Retriever, Rosie. She was in, outside uh, on the back steps and her hair was standing up and she was barking. I said, she'll keep us protected, and we'll just ease back there without a flashlight and see what's happening, and uh, maybe she'll run them off. And so against his protest, I opened the back door, and Rosie took off, ran out about 40 yards and stopped and looked back, saw that we were coming, and Christopher had me by the back of the shirt. We kind of crept through the, the, the yard over to the wood where this path went through the forest and eased their way down that path. And getting closer to these dogs all the minute, and they're getting louder, more exciting. And, I mean, it's just the energy was real high. 
I was expecting them to to see somebody in the shop. Well, when we got there, all the dogs were looking backwards behind the pen down in the woods, and I thought that's crazy because if somebody was breaking in the shop, they were, and and they ran, they would go toward the highway. They surely wouldn't go in the woods behind the dog kennel. There's no way to get in there from back there. And so Rosie was pointing into the forest, hair standing up, 15 or more hounds right in the kennels next to her. She was right up against the end of the kennel. They're all barking every breath behind it. And I said, Junior, I said, I'm going to send Rosie in on whoever's in there. We're going to run back out to the back, to the grassy area. And there's a big oak tree at the back of the property. Let's run back there and we'll stand and see who she pushes out or what. Maybe it's a bear. Uh, because, you know, dogs act afraid when, when they see a bear or snow one. They'll, they'll sound like that. And so the minute I sent her in in the forest, she took off wide open. And I took off running. And Junior had me by the shirt. We had to run about 75 yards to the for, uh, to the grass. And I had to make a left turn. And I was already crossed on the ground. So I was slipping and sliding when I turned. And he pulled loose from me. So I thought he was still behind me. I just pulled away from it. I ran hard as I could to this big tree, and I stopped myself against the tree. And I was panting. So I looked back to see, and now the dog's coming straight at me. Won't very far in there. And, uh, when I looked back behind me to see if Christopher was catching up, that's when my whole world changed. I, there was this little being, just like he described, is about three, three and a half foot tall, and it looked like glass. Its just body was glowing in soft glow like the moon, and it looked like it was shiny. The outer covering was extremely shiny. And it had this triangle up under its, in its chest. That's what it looked like, a dark triangle. And it had red glowing eyes. And I had my hands against the tree and my back to it, right? And I just knew I was dead. I was that's the first thing I thought, this thing's going to kill me. So I dropped my arms to my side, and I used the tree to turn around. Now I'm not getting closer to it. I'm trying to, to get as tight against that tree as I could. And I had my back against the tree, and I looked, and I said, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I surrender. And it said, the dog's coming really close. I mean, it's getting closer by the second. It said, you don't understand. I'm not here to hurt you. We're here to help you. And about that time, Rosie comes out of the forest, and this thing just disappears right in front of me. She ran on out of here and for a good quarter mile and didn't come back for two days. I didn't see her. <laughs> but um, the next, when, when I got back in the house, uh, I noticed Christopher couldn't take it anymore. He turned and ran towards the house when I was turned left towards the back of the property. So I walked back up to the house and him staring through the window. I didn't want to tell him what had just happened because it was so he was so messed up already from what he had experienced. And so I was a smoker at that time. And I had to he wouldn't let me back outside. There wasn't no going outside. So I walked in my study and I put my knees on the couch to, and reached over the back to pull the window up. 
he's not, what are you doing, Dad? Don't do that. Don't, you can't, don't open that window. And I said, I got to smoke, son. Uh, you know, I was hyperventilating from what had just happened. I'm not telling him. I, when I pulled the curtain up with the mini blind, I saw this because uh, the floodlights were on all four corners of the house. There was this tall figure. Uh, it was, I couldn't make out its details, but it was tall, seven foot tall. And it was walking straight towards that window. It was about 20 yards out from Right in the broad daylight. I mean the the light, not the daylight, the, the floodlight. And it sent shivers through me so bad. I, I pulled the window down and I grabbed him. I said, we're going to leave. We're not staying here. And so we got in the truck and went about five miles down the road to a big hay field, parked there, and spent the rest of the night. And I got up the next day, and I didn't have any more symptoms of this Crohn's disease, which was terrible. I'd had a near-death from it, and I'd never taken another bit of medicine for it since. And I was on it for 17 and a half years. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Can your savings weather an economic storm? Think about what you've put away for the future. Inflation can render cash worthless. Real estate can crash like in 2008. Economies built on a mountain of debt can fall like a house of cards. And there are very few physical assets you can invest in that can stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. It's why people are flocking to it now and why Birch Gold is busier than ever. Through a little-known tax loophole... Birch Gold can let you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. And the best part, it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket to make that change. To learn more, text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Let me ask you this again. Can your IRA or 401k weather an economic storm? If not, call the people I trust, Birch Gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today you you get home and you know you got to tell your wife what's happened you got to tell the rest of your family she doesn't want to hear it Uh, she and you guys are worried and and rightfully so about the story getting out these other guys it's a a small town kind of community the word spreads it becomes very hard for your family and your kids especially going to school when the word gets out right Oh, it was terrible, George. I, you know, I was I married a Pentecostal Holiness girl. I was born a Baptist, and we've been married forty years this uh, in June. But um, 
she being a mother, like she's always been the best mom, and with four little kids there and my daughter 10 years old, and I'm talking about aliens or whatever it was, uh, these UFOs, and it was scaring the children, so she didn't want me talking about it. But, um, so I kind of went in this depression, felt like I couldn't tell what, it was all bottled up in me, so for about 10 months I didn't say anything. But the whole community already knew, and the church was already there sprinkling holy water on my property and on me, and thinking I was playing with the devil himself. And oh. so finally I had to tell it, and I uh, saw Stanton Friedman on one of the UFO shows, UFO Files. And he mentioned the word MUPON, so I looked them up and I filed a report, and they came. They called me right away, and it, it was it scared me. I'm like, I I just wanted to write it out and send it to you. I wasn't looking for anybody to come talk, but they insisted, and I put them off in, from October until February of the following year before I'd let them come. And when they did, uh, in two months' time, they'd done a Discovery Channel show. It was all that quick. That uh, that story you tell in the book about. Uh, that encounter with MUFON, if it had just been a MUFON investigation, that could have been fine, but they wanted to do this TV show. And so the investigation was really for the TV show. And they, they pressured you into agreeing to, to go on the show with them. And then when you show up uh, to do what you thought was going to be an interview, they had you walk into a room and do a lie detector test, right? They sure they did. And it was, it was horrible. The whole thing was horrible because they convinced me um, because the community was so hard on us and uh, my children, they uh, they were actually trying to get the children away from me because I, you know this is just the way the church was thinking. You know, you don't need to be around him. He's doing something. You know, it's got to be the devil. But um, they convinced me that we would be um, vindicated. We'll vindicate you. We got the evidence. You know, we got all this. They had circles burned in the yard. They found evidence in the soil and on the trees. And, uh, there was eight other witnesses around the community that came forward, but no, they didn't do any of that. They did a, what they call what Jim told me was a hack job. He felt bad about it when he saw it. And that's when hell, you might say, pardon my language, set in. Because now it's my children are going to school, and their classmates are making fun of them, and their father, the teachers are calling them up to tell the story, and then the whole school would laugh at them, and it, it ruined, it really messed my children up, and, and and I felt responsible for it the whole time. But the weird thing was, is is NASA came right away in '08, and. Uh, they were the only folks that made sense. And there was a you know, we've been studied for 15 years by the government, according to Jim, more than anybody in the world. And uh, by many different agencies, you know, CIA, DIA, DOD, even, you know, British intelligence and Australian, uh, FBI, plenty different agencies, different people. But yeah, it was. It's, it, it was a rough, rough time. 
the uh, things get a little bit better for you because of an experience your wife has. We're going to go to a break in about two minutes, but you know, your wife doesn't want to hear it until the day she has something. I think it was in broad daylight, right? Yeah. Uh, we were, we were celebrating, you know, the school starting back. So they wanted to go water skiing or doing something. And we were in my little study, all of my children and, uh, I'm sitting on the couch with with my back to three windows along that wall, and she's facing us in a recliner. And one of my other boys was sitting close to her. They were facing three of us. And suddenly, her it was in June or July, or maybe August. It was late in the year, and her eyes got big as saucers. She turned white and she jumped up and couldn't speak. All she was doing was pointing. What had happened is I'd been praying that she would see this so she would understand. And immediately, that didn't go ever too good when after I told her, I've been praying for you this would happen. She got mad and said, don't ever pray for me again. But what had happened was this being kind of glided up behind me and looked through the window. It was it was seven foot tall at least. Looked through the window at her, eye to eye. We couldn't see it because it was behind us. But my other son and she saw it plain as day. And it paused for a second and just kind of glided off. It wasn't walking. It wasn't moving up and down. It was just like floating in the air. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern. And go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. 
No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.